Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, I'm underground. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live out my hustle. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. Are you ready? the NFL season kicks off. Let's see. We got 87 days. 87 days until the NFL season kicks off. We are getting there. We're under three months now officially. Officially in redraft mode now. Started our final dynasty of the season. We'll be done drafting that. Best ball drafts are in full effect. What? 
the uh, the divisions are filling up right now. We got the replacements fast draft, huh? Mighty, Mighty Duck slow draft, what? and the Sandlot slow draft. And once we fill up and start drafting the Sandlot, that would officially be 40 divisions that we've uh, started drafting in. And that's the bottom line. <laughs> Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> Let's see who's up in here. Stranger in the house. Up. He said smoking on some sour banana sherbet. I like it. I like this strain so much. I went back and bought another ounce today. I'm going back today to buy um, to buy both of the last two ounces if they still have them there. You got to beat, beat me to it. <laughs> what up, I'm DJ? Going. What up, Chris? Man? What's going down, guys? What's I saw this shit on Instagram, and uh, for everyone who's into wrestling, you're going to want to look at the screen right now, because this shit is so funny. I don't know. It's uh, it, it's a man and a woman. I don't know if they're husband and wives, friends, brothers and sisters. I don't know, but it's fucking hilarious. Look at the screen. Here we go. Yo, Red, bro, come on. Damn. Yo, that ain't cool, man. They get a lot of people like that, bro. Man, that shit, like, I just, I'd love it. If I saw some shit break out like that in front of me, <laughs> I'll jump in, bro. <laughs> Oh man, that shit is so funny, man. <laughs> I love people who are that much uh, geeks about wrestling. It's so funny. Like Stevie B's always tagging me in some shit like that if he ever sees it. <laughs> yeah. Because like these fucking guys, like they're looking like they're like ninjas and shit in uh, just in the dojo about to do some karate shit. And then they just start busting out with all the wrestling moves. <laughs> That's tight. <laughs> Hell yeah. And man, that was funny. He hit her with the Stone Cold Stunner and the RKO <laughs> out of nowhere. And uh, but yeah, she was a savage hitting everyone with the spear. Who do you think has the best spear? Uh, Rhino. Rhino, yeah. He used to like, wow, you just like almost come out of your boots. I mean, I guess that's why it was called the gore, right? It wouldn't oh. quite, it was like just a crazy ad. Like if you saw a spear come, like, I mean, there's the Goldberg spear, and then I also like Edge's spear because, like, Edge has done it like legendary ways. Like, remember, remember the TLC where he speared dude in midair? Dude, that was, I mean, not, like, that come was, on, right? Like, I mean, one of the best, like, like, epic, like, falls slash moves, like, ever. This know? motherfucker, they both jumped from the joint and he speared him in mid fucking air, <laughs> like 30 feet in the air. <laughs> like, fucking that shit. I mean, the more and more I, I try to remember it, it's like it's big, it's taller, bro. It's like 50 feet in the air, bro. Well, see, that's what's crazy is like, man, I'm, I mean, you know, the people when we were teenagers or, you know, or preteens or whatever, and people saying it's fake. It's like, okay, I want to see you fall off a ladder, even if you're falling onto bro, a tree or something. Fall 30 feet in the air like that and let, tell me if that shit's fake. Like, you can't fake falling <laughs> you're gonna superplex me off the roof of the fan of the, of the 420 mansion bro and we're gonna show these motherfuckers this shit is not a joke <laughs> and Derek's bro, like, 
Goldberg had the best spear to me. I mean, because Goldberg was like, yeah, he was, de- I mean, just decleating you. Because he would spear you and then kind of violate you, right? Well, it's even like when he hit, you even when he hit the jackhammer, he put his leg all over you while he was pinning you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, he got real sexual, if you think about it. He was like one of the real aggressive sexual affairs. <laughs> And fucking Roman Reigns, I mean, right now, like, I mean, he's probably got the best spear in the game, like, right, right now, out of, like, active. Um, you know what? Is he a good worker? So, yeah. Because well, if I, I, I mean, feel like people that do the spear, it's almost like, like, you might not be a great worker. Or, like, hey, I used to play football. And you're like, good, good. You know how to tackle. That's your move. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing, though, is, like, he's relate. He's one of the Rock's cousins that comes from all that lineage. Like, these motherfuckers were, like, born to fucking wrestle. So, yes, he's a good worker. I just think it was all the, uh, it, you know, when they try to push someone on you that's not the, you know, that people don't want people, uh, baby faces to be pushed on you. It's like you're either... A natural baby face or you're a heel. And I felt like he got pushed so much as a baby face, but people just wanted to boo him. Like, I don't know why it took him like years to like, okay, let's just make him a heel. Well, it took him. Remember, he got, they, they tried, even when they made him a heel, they still didn't like him. And then he came down with like leukemia for real in real life, which is also like, it's kind of funny because it's like, you know, Roman, we're going to give you cancer. People love people with cancer, right? Well, well he, then all of a sudden, they said, he was like, they said he did have it before, though. Like, yeah, for sure. I'm just yeah. saying, though, like, you know, how are you going to hate on this dude now? You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, would you put it past Vince to do that? Obviously, it was a shoot, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I guess I wouldn't put anything, like, past Vince. Like, we saw Mae Young about to give, you know, birth and shit and gives birth to a hand. You know, like, we've seen some wild, wild outlandish shit. They out did there. that before? I don't remember that. Mark Henry impregnated her, and uh, (laughs) and she gave birth, and it was like a hand (laughs) that came out. It was like thing from the Adams family or something. I was about to say, like, if they were promoted an Adams family movie, I could see that. You know what I mean? (laughs) But um, I don't. I mean, I guess the see the thing with Roman is uh, because I was still kind of when I was watching a little bit before it just started. I don't know, just getting super lame, and I just had. Other more important things to do. Yeah, when did, when did he come in the mix? Like 2010 or something? Or is that where he, you know what I mean? I like, mean, he was with NXT. They came out as the Shield. It was him, Seth Rollins, and uh, Dean Ambrose. True. And they were just like fucking everybody up. And see, like them as a faction, like they were dope. Like everybody was fucking loving on them. Like, cause they would like come out of the fucking, you know, they'd come out of the arenas and walk walk down the fucking, you know, the, uh, the stairs from the like, thug shit. You know, yeah, like for and they were dressed in all black, like fucking, you know, like black ops. Awesome like, thug shit. Yeah, and seeing like, and then it was uh, um, Seth Rollins turned. He joined. Uh, he went heel and joined with Triple H and the Corporation, and then the Shield kind of dismantled. But it was because like all three of those guys on their own right could be like in the heavyweight, you know, contention mix. So it was just probably about that time to do it. But I, I mean, it was like it was because Roman was supposed to be a baby face that he never embraced any of the heel, you know, like he's getting booed and he looks like he's like, you know, pissed off, like up there, like when he's trying to give his promo, it's like him getting booed is fucking up his promo and he's not playing along with it and can't control the crowd. Like a lot of it, that that's really what I feel that it was in the beginning because heel or baby face, if you can control the crowd, you can control the crowd. And I think like, 
for some reason, when it came to Roman Reigns, the WWE universe was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck if you're related to The Rock. Boo, this motherfucker, right? Like, it was supposed to be an auto, an auto, you know, auto baby face, you feel me? Well, remember what happened with The Rock? It's like, remember when he came out as the blue chipper or whatever the fuck they called him? He did shitty. Like, nobody <laughs> Rocky Mayavia? Yeah. <laughs> nobody gave a fuck about him when he came out at SummerSlam of 96 or whatever the fuck it was. And JR's all fucking... <laughs> Super hyped because he knows his potential. Oh, this this kid's gonna be one of the great ones, or like you know, he's a good looking kid. <laughs> Hyping him the hell up, and yeah, it wasn't until he turned heel <laughs> and started talking shit, and then like you know, slowly earned the respect of everyone because he was so good that you just could. It didn't matter if he was a good guy or a bad guy; you just could not hate on his mic skills. You could not hate on his work in the ring. I kind of think that's what's happened to Roman right now. I think. Hey, hey, hey but he, he yeah, did get that phone. He got that phone call though. You know what it sounded like, right? Let's hear it. Hey, uh, hey, Rock, uh, you're a good-looking kid. You know we love everything you're doing. Oh, okay, Jim. Yeah, but uh, the hair, Rock. I <laughs> <laughs> the moment he cut the hair, he was flying off. <laughs> we were like, and you know what? I guess like, what, what was it? You don't tell me the story. Like he played cars and all the stuff, and he would ride with like with like uh, with a uh, uh, Ron Simmons and all them. Yeah. And they were like, bro, come rock with us. You know what I mean? They, they didn't yeah. give me no push. And then yeah. like that's probably the best thing that ever happened to him because then the storyline became okay. I take over this crew right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think Ron Simmons was like contractually he was about to be up. You know what I mean? So now, and then, like, because, you know, remember the NOD went through a crazy-ass little phase. They even brought in Owen Hart at one point, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, it, it, it's fun. I mean, for the longest time, it was, okay, they were just a black faction. But then you start yeah. bringing in other people, and then, then it's not just now they're a black faction. Now they're just a really dope faction. And I think that's everything that Farouk had been <coughs> trying to do. I mean, shit, he was the first black WCW champion, right? Like, he's trying to, he's trying to make a push to get black athletes just to be – athletes <laughs> but here goes uh, i mean this is the one that put him over the map and uh make sure you subscribe to our attitude era rules channel <coughs> if you have not look at this 120,000 views this is on our channel over here so make sure you go subscribe because we're trying to get closer to get monetized over there we got almost 300 subscribers tell him rocky. rocky i got three words <laughs> Rocky die. That's what I get from you pieces of crap. For all my blood, my sweat, and my tears. You know, hey, this isn't about the color of my skin. Rocky sucks. That's funny. I became the youngest intercontinental champion in WWF history. And what did it get me? In arenas across the country, I heard chants of rock sucks. <laughs> it's almost like he gave them, well, he, he assured them that this is what you should be chanting. Yeah. One of them. Because he, he, you know, he's, he's embracing the heel. It's yeah. not a white thing. And hey, let's talk about a racist faction. You want to talk about a group that's prejudiced? Let's talk about the DOA. The DOA epitomizes racism. But hey, you know what? The hell with the DOA. I want to make one point to all you jackass fans out there. <laughs> Rocky Maivia 
and the new nation of domination lives, breathes, and dies respect. And we will earn respect by any means necessary. Look at he took the Mal he took the Malcolm X thing right there, bro. He's hella smart. Yeah, and uh, by any means necessary. One thing that's crazy about this video in particular. So I posted this video right when COVID started. And I was, was going to start. It was funny. When I'm working an actual job, uh, like one of the things that I want to start doing is building a WWF-like channel. We didn't even start doing, uh, didn't even really do like the fantasy football like stuff, like really even then. But I was like, man, it'd be so sick if we had like a channel where it was like, you could just go back and just find like hella dope Rocky promos and hella dope fucking Stone Cold promos and, you know, all this Attitude Era shit. So I, I post the video and then COVID comes and then I start doing the fantasy football stuff. I didn't open that account for like a year, <laughs> like didn't even pay attention to it. And it was like, there was like, I don't know, like 20,000 views on the video. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? And then uh, the, new, <clears throat> the Young Rock starts coming out, which I do recommend watching for everyone. Um, is I don't, and, and the more I think about it for you, Bogey, I feel like you should watch it, but you're gonna be hella critical of like certain things that you may know may have. I'm may have critical not when I watch commercials. Because <laughs> <laughs> a know commercial this. comes out like he's eating that soup way too fast. It just came <laughs> off the pot. Yeah, honey, you know the Campbell soup. I'm like this motherfucker came right off the pot, bro. That shit's hot. Because I'm sure there was, like, certain things that, like, got changed around a little bit just for, like, you know, just for TV. Dramatization. It's for dramatization. Yeah. Which most of this stuff was drama that was going right. on in his life and with his dad. And his dad was always living the gimmick. You know, I mean, that's the first thing that he taught him. You know. Like, it and could be, like, like for <laughs> example, if you're writing a, based on a true life story, you know what I'm saying? You could be, like, okay. Like, the true story could be, yeah, um. You know, he he wanted to he wanted to challenge him, so he uh, said, "Hey, man, why don't we have a match?" He's like, "Sure, right?" And then yeah. you're writing the script, you're like, "Okay, yeah, that that's not gonna work." Okay, he he walked up to him in the diner and spit on his burger and was like, "I want to <laughs> see you in the ring." And then and then a fight ensued. Yeah, write that down. You know what I mean? Like, drama. Funny, what, so it's like the the whole show is The Rock talking to different people and telling him telling stories based on kind of whatever's happening or whatever they're talking about. Whether is, it, is this supposed to be up from a present day Rock like narrating? Future, future Rock narrating. Cool. So it's like he's running for president. And <clears throat> I don't know, 2040 or like whatever Ricky said, he's going to run for president. It's like something like that. Yeah, or it's like future rock running for president. And he ends up losing the presidency. <laughs> and Spoiler <it's> alert. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't even seen it, bro. Don't worry. Don't worry. But it's funny Come on, you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That'd be funny. Like the, if he would have made himself become president. but <laughs> I would have been even more mad. What? Bullshit. <laughs> Who voted for him? But one of the hey, uh, I would vote for the Rock. Come on, you know we all voted for the Rock. He talks about different like time periods of his life. One where he's like in elementary school, one where he's in high school, another one where he's in college, and then one where he's starting off in the WWF, and then they have <laughs> other stuff like you know going forward to the Attitude Era. But uh, a lot of people came back to look for this video <laughs> because of the Rock. Like <laughs> like they showed that when he actually did the promo, but it's like all the characters and everything doing the promo, recreating, you know, the promo that they're doing. So 
it's so funny. Like just on the comments, so many people are like, who else is here? Cause of young rock. <laughs> and oh, it's like, funny. It was like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments of like people that wanted to go search the original, you know, Rocky, uh, nation of domination shit, like because of the show young rock. Insane. <laughs> I remember early on, like in Instagram, when I used to do like what cooking videos and shit, or I would people would tell me, "Hey, bro, you should do like commentary on just anything." Yeah. And then, like you know, I, so one of the first ones that I, you know, I mean, like, and I, I even went as far as like to do the. It was, uh, you know, in Dumb and Dumber when he's taking shit. Yeah. Yeah, but then it's just me, like over the, you know, because I used to do this on my, I used to do skits on my on my projects. You know what I mean? I mean, you heard a couple of them where, like, I'll, you know, I'll take a skit and I'm just in the background, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so in this one, I'm coaching him up. You got it. Push. Push. Up. It's here. Come. Push. Dig deep. And he's like, shit, you know what I mean? Shit. But, yeah, I got flagged. I got flagged trying to put it up, so I never, like, you know what I mean? And I guess you could put it up without monetizing, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, I didn't know how to do any of that. No, that was, like, early, early on. I was just going to do, like, whatever I wanted to do on my channel. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll just keep it a podcast. Clocks it in my league. We have a friend not in our league doing blind uh, tasting of beers. We choose for him to decide our draft order. Wow. Oh my God. See, okay. okay. I'm not going to lie Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. in there, bro. <laughs> so I'm saying there's going to be some kind of ejaculation in there, bro. But you want him to be, I'm assuming that he has to get it correct for you to get a higher draft pick. So. Why would someone try to fuck it up? <laughs> Man, semen. He's like, wait. That clock management. <laughs> you remember Home Improvement, right? Yeah, yeah, come on. Do you remember the episode where Al is like, I can just, I, I can, uh, I can, I, I can, uh, what, figure out any type of wood, you know, just by. Oh, smell. yeah, by smelling it. Yeah, and then, and then he gives them the couple different ones, and then he puts his sock on one of them, and he's like, oh, man. He's like, this one seems to have some sort of a fungus. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, drops it on Tim's foot <laughs> with no shoe on because he had to take his sock off. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Classic show, man. Classic show. Their weed episode. Oh. You know why, right? Because all the good shows in the 90s, bro, where everyone was doing coke and, you know, the writing was great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, Tim, he was You're just doing blow and stand up all night, just working on working on the craft. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, Tim, you know, Tim the Tool Man was on blow because he, he had to come up with these elaborate ideas for, like, you know, like, like you know what? Let's do a lawnmower. You know what? Put a, put a 351 Cougar in it. <laughs> You know I, mean? I wonder if he really did just watch like Bob Vila, you know, and, like just, just rip him off. Well, look, well, yeah. And I mean, they have him on the show, so they're obviously paying some kind of homage, you know, to him. But if he just went back and watched like old episodes, like, oh, what if we did this? But everything <laughs> but fucking, everything's know, on steroids, right? Yeah, everything's all fucked up and shit, too. Cause that's all it was. It was just like them like showing off tools and shit like that. And then him like, okay, you guys can have those ones. I souped this one up a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hey, you know what though? That's probably the premise of the of the show idea. Just watching Bob Vila shit, like you know, it would be funny if like this shit just totally fucked up right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Bob Vila, Bob Vila like, like 
if he was good at shit, but like totally fucked. If he if he had knowledge of tools, but totally fucked everything up. <laughs> or like if you just showed Bob Vila's hands and like he was like missing a couple fingers, and you just like you know just leave it to to mystery. Like how did you know he lost his fingers putting in work for the show? You know what I mean? It's just. And I mean the fun, the funny joke about like Al being like you know the star of the show is just like fucking like everyone likes him more everyone likes the assistant more the assistant's better <laughs> but Tim's always the first one it was like hey I'll uh, you can you can have those thoughts on the unemployment line if you'd like and and why was it so funny in the nineties to like show like a middle aged white dude like somehow without a shirt and have all this disgusting like chest and stomach hair right <laughs> they, they always found a way to do that. <laughs> And then it would just be hilarious. And see, Clock says he ranks them from best to worst, and that's what decides the draft order. So, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe maybe someone does want the last pick, and then maybe. <laughs> oh, but everybody brings a beer. Yeah, so it's like cool. different beers. Yeah. Bro, he's going to be bro. He See, if I wanted the 12, though, that's when I drink several beers and then fool Lloyd Christmas's ass. <laughs> I had him that beer full of my pee. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, hey, this one, this one's a special beer. I, it came from my brewery. And Carl, hopefully, I mean, yeah, if uh, if if <laughs> the shit's been out for years and years now, I mean, we don't hold back on the spoilers. It's kind of a spoiler because the election <laughs> season one finale. He's <laughs> really upset. He's like, he doesn't pick up the president. <laughs> Oh man, this shit's funny. Man, I cannot wait um till we start drafting some of these redraft leagues. I mean, we're like a month and a half away from starting the 32 team uh draft. J- uh, July uh July 31st <laughs> is when we're going to start. And I want to see if we can get a hint uh, if we could get Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Everybody to commit to somewhat paying attention to their phone <laughs> when we start the draft, just so we could try to get like one round. You know, hey, what's, what's Alaska's time zone? I would, I, I don't know why. One hour behind us. Oh, okay. So they're actually not even like Hawaii. Hawaii's way. Uh, they're like what three? Yeah. And then four because they don't do. Well, it's two and three for them. Oh. There you go. That's depends what it, on the year. Okay. it depends on the, don't do the thing. Okay. And I don't, I mean, see, like, <laughs> it's so much work to try to have to remember Arizona and Hawaii because those are the smart ones. Because they don't do the daylight savings. <laughs> so it's like for half of the year, we have the exact same time as Arizona. And then the, for the other half, 
of the year. They're an hour ahead of us. And then Hawaii, half of the year, they're three years behind us. And then the other half of the year, they're two and three uh, years, uh, two hours, three hours. First time I ever had Schmitty on, I was an idiot because I didn't know the Arizona time was like, you know what I mean? So I set the time and he's like hitting me like, you ready to go? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're ready to go. Yeah. Early. An hour earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's right. Arizona. Was the time when time was like, that's what's crazy is I, I worked in uh, in sales and like, um, and uh, for well, so I mean, that's why that's a specific standard time, right? Not like West Coast time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they can. What do they consider? I mean, Denver's in the same boat too, right? So it's just it's what Mountain Time is what they call yeah. it. Yeah. So Arizona's in Mountain okay. Well, see, they're in Mountain Time and Pacific Time because they cha- they don't since they don't they're in the Pacific clock. Mountains. Yeah, when they don't they don't change their clocks. <laughs> so when I don't know if it's spring forward or fall back, whichever one. Puts us to like the same time, you know, the, them at the same time. <laughs> I mean, I guess because you know, they're like, fuck that, we're at a certain elevation, bro. But, I, but, but Vegas don't do that. No, Vegas stays the same. And they, and they dumbass high. Well, I mean, all of Nevada, because it's not even just like, you know, certain cities would change. It's like the whole state. That would just be insane. And see, and then uh, your phone must know that you're in Arizona, right? And it doesn't change your clock because everyone else. I mean, outside of Arizona and Hawaii, you're I mean, changing. Phones, when, when the phone started, I mean, shit, I can't even remember when the phone started automatically doing that. It's just always been like that. Now, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's like, just annoying. Like, you have, uh, you know, having the clock in your car and shit. <laughs> like, man, we really got to go and change this shit, huh? The fucking stove clock and microwave clock, you know, just a couple random ones that uh, <laughs> do not update. <clears throat> I have a motherfucker. Don't let the power go out in my house. Cause then that motherfucker be flashing twelve for a whole year, bro. <laughs> right like, bro, I, I'm late every day. I'm like, shit, it's noon. <laughs> feeling like Marty, <laughs> feeling like Marty McFly always. Does that? <laughs> oh man! Oh, reminder: since we got a bunch of people in here hanging out, make sure you go subscribe to both podcasts. We got the Fantasy Football Hustler podcast, and we got what? the Silver Screen Breakdown podcast. Our new format on the Silver Screen Breakdown, we break down each show into three acts, and we have uh, some bonus content every week for you guys, because you know we get off the rails. Act one always drops on Monday, act two, Wednesday, and act three is Friday, and then the bonus content will be on Saturday. So literally podcasts dropping all throughout the week. Make sure you go subscribe and turn on automatic downloads, and... Give us a five star review on both podcasts. We need that. We need love. If you love suspense thrillers, if you love if you love suspense thrillers and ghost stories and mysteries, you're gonna love this one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Shit goes crazy, and we're getting back though. We're we're getting back to the roots. We're getting back to the stoner movies, and man, Half Baked is the movie that we're breaking down this week. It is going to be fucking awesome, and it's always Friday at 5 o'clock West Coast time. It's going to be fucking awesome. We're going to be able to knock this one out probably pretty quick, though, because like, <laughs> this is one, even if I didn't watch again, I, I mean, I could probably, I could still recite the whole movie like the back of my hand. Okay, let's see it. Let's hear it. It all traces back to one memory. (laughs) (laughs) A single memory. (laughs) Because me, Scarface, Brian, and lovable old James.
<laughs> Wait, lovable old James wasn't there. I don't even know no lovable old James. <laughs> well, that's what's funny is like, I don't remember my first sexual experience and I don't remember this and that, but I do remember the first time that we smoked that sweet, sweet Chiba. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can all share our, some of our first uh, weed smoking uh, experiences there. Man. Smoked a blunt, actually. Did you ever see the alternate ending? No, lay it on me. Ooh. <laughs> so, in the theatrical version, and spoiler alert, if you guys haven't seen uh, Half Baked yet, it came out in 1998. What the hell are you doing with your lives? Um, but it was... Uh, he throws the joint and, like, um, throws the joint into the, the river. The ocean. The ocean, yeah. there you go. And he was like, uh, I love weed. I love weed. But not as much as I love pussy. <laughs> and then he starts walking away. But in the alternate version, what happens, it's still on the rooftop. is what, or It's still on the bridge. And uh, same thing. <laughs> I love weed. But not as much as I love pussy. But then he pushes her away and then he runs back and then he jumps off the bridge. To go get it. Okay, but you know when they used to show this movie on Comedy Central, <laughs> that was the version they would show. What up, Zach? Oh shit, really? Yeah, crazy. And you know, because and this was when like the Comedy Central, they when they started showing movies at night, and you're able to like cuss and stuff like that. That was, you know, what I mean, because you know that's one of those movies. Like, I well, you know what I found out about that shit because there's a lot of movies where they have deleted scenes or things like that. It's really for the runtime. They like remove scenes out of there and then they put scenes in that are like, you know, different time lengths and shit. But that's why we'll see sometimes alternate scenes or alternate versions on TV. It's fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> and Clock said you need to do Ready to Rumble. Man, that's a good one. I, oh, I'm, yeah. That's, that's for sure. Foreign objects. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy King, she went. They weren't really Nitro Girls. The other ones were, but not her, huh? Right. Yeah. Like she was an actress. Yeah. 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 Because they had. I mean, they they pretty much had all the Nitro Girls, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, most of the people. Like, why wouldn't you want to be in that movie, right? It was like the WCW is already kind of failing. Like, as far as don't, like, don't you like the, that belt better? Like the like, like not the matte finish. Right, like not the the OG one's the OG one, right? But like the theatrical version where they made it, you know, shiny like like gold would be shiny. Yeah, for sure. Pretty dope, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty badass. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, where's that? <laughs> I guess the OG WCW, the World Championship belt. Like <clears throat> it's the same. Vince wanted that specific one because it has like a dent in it. You know what I mean? It has like some kind of dent in it that's like you know what I mean like it you know yeah. make, it makes it the, like that's how you know that's the original one you know what I mean yeah yeah because that's just man that's just hella old bro you know you, you know you ever you, you know who Smashing Pumpkins are right yeah so the lead singer Billy Corgan he I guess he grew up like a big wrestling fan like NWA specifically he had bought NWA like years ago yeah. he and he he's been trying to launch it I think fucking the COVID fucked him up but like. Yeah, and like he's like carries around the the, the old school NWA belt. You know what I mean? Tight. <laughs> right. I'm like, bro, I want to run promotion. I could stunt with this belt. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah, WCW, man. It got really wild. I mean, that was one of the coolest things, I think, about WCW is, like, like the big show, like, going and <laughs> It's funnier now, like, going back and looking back because, like, <coughs> I was watching, like, some of the skits. Like, uh, I told you, I went through and watched the end yeah. of the skit. And, like, you know, it's all – it's the main three and then um, the giant, big a.k.a. the big show. And he was, like, one of the first people they brought on, you know. Yeah, and he was uh, – they, they had him wearing the, uh, the Andre the Giant sling and, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, like, they were backstage smoking cigars, and he was like, yeah, I just got off – you know, just got done filming this action movie with Arnold, and you know, we're just we're big time, you know, around here. They find out, you know, that's jingle all the way. <laughs> like nobody knows at the time when they're talking about that because like the movie hadn't even dropped yet. But it's just oh. it's... <laughs> so funny though. And like, of course, they don't say it's a fucking Christmas movie, and he's playing a big ass Santa Claus and shit. But <laughs> and then and then playing Captain Insano. After that, I can't, I think, I don't know if that was right when he, like, right before he came to WWF or, like, right as he got into WWF. Uh, I, when, did, when did he come in? 99? 2000? 99. It was, uh. I think uh, he was already in that was game. Same, he was already in the No Mercy game. It was the St. Valentine's Day Massacre was when he came. And remember, it was when uh, uh, Stone Cold, Vince McMahon, they're in the cage. And then Big Show comes from like underneath the fucking ring, and uh, but then he throws Stone Cold at the cage, and the cage busts wide yeah, open. Busts and, down, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Big Show is just a big dumbass who like fucked everything up for Mister McMahon. Uh, that was, I mean, that man, just that whole storyline and story arc of like end of 98 until beginning of 99 like man it's so fucking good so fucking good austin's getting screwed over the whole time but somehow um it doesn't win doesn't oh yeah yeah, versus the the ministry well yeah and i I think the uh that that was like that era right 98 99 yeah let me see the ministry of darkness Let's see, Ministry of Darkness. What would we call that? Uh, Undertaker's Gang? Yes, it said that whole storyline, and I wasn't even talking about that one specifically because that was at, uh, I feel like it was after the what's it called, after WrestleMania where that one started picking up. But yeah, they said that that storyline lasted eight months of 1999. The uh the Stone Cold Big Show? No, the Stone Cold Ministry of Darkness. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That went for a minute. That was like my whole eighth grade year. <laughs> like my whole like you know me, Juju High year was like, you know, you you go to school on a Tuesday and everybody's like, Oh shit, man, did you see Raw? You know? <laughs> Do you see that shit? Stephanie McMahon got stolen by the Undertaker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that shit's funny. She hella looks like Vince McMahon. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> even when she shaved the nose down, it didn't even matter. It was like, well, you look like your dad. So. Man, that was uh, yeah, that was crazy. Like she got, she got like it was, it was like Ken Shamrock under <coughs> right. She got stolen and put in the boiler room. <laughs> it's always the boiler room. <laughs> Something about that boiler room is where the Undertaker sleeps. <laughs> and then, who yeah. made the boiler room famous? It was a uh, mankind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he would only be in front of the depths of the boiler room. 
Yeah, and he had, and he would always have like the interviews in there where like the early ones with uh, with Jr. Where he's like fucking pulling out his hair and shit. Mommy. <laughs> he, he called Gold Dust Mommy. That shit was funny. And uh, One Nation said, with Jacobs and Barkley planning on sitting out, do you think it's going to create a storm within uh, the running backs in the league? Nah, because of the way that it works. And this is just their negotiations, you know, right now. Like, like, I mean, this is, it's funny because this is like, um, like, this is super normal. Yeah. Running backs trying to get paid, they're in the franchise tag, they're going to try to hold out. But really, it's like, they love this because they're going to play. Yeah, and whether or not they get their contract or not, like this is their running backs. They have and them. Let me sign, them fuck this up already. Let and them signing, to hold it down. Them signing the franchise tag has nothing to do with nothing about them getting a contract because yeah. who's the only person who signed a franchise tag who hasn't gotten a deal yet? Tony Pasta, the only RB who signed the franchise tag <laughs> for 2023. Because so he, knows the, he knows he's not going to get no deal. Yeah. And, and and here's the thing. He signed his immediately. All those other guys, they signed it. Like, you have to sign it by, like, June 2nd or whatever the fuck it was, June 1st or whatever. So well, they, neither, one of them, neither one of them have signed it. For real? Yeah, Josh oh. Jacobs and Saquon. They haven't signed oh, yeah, it. But they, oh, you know why, though, too? So they don't, they're not implied to, uh, so they're not no. uh, obligated to do any of the, the fucking yeah because or, you know, yeah because whoever the fuck the Raiders he, coach did this last year the the whoever the fuck the Raiders coach is was like yeah it's mandatory to attend if you have a contract but since Josh Jacobs hasn't mm-hmm. signed his franchise tag he's not yeah. under contract and they're running backs bro they want all the rest but I'm telling you they know because Lev Bell already showed them this guy doesn't work for running backs so you you know what I mean you just they're trying to get their. They're trying to get their. Their what is it? Sixteen a year. They're trying to match CMC. It's not going to happen. No, no. And I mean, it's really. I mean, what's the? And um, what up, office? Um, what's the? Sixteen. Uh, what? I no, think. I was going to say, what's the franchise tag right now? It's like ten. Twelve. Right? Oh, 10. It's twelve. Okay. 10. It is ten. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they just. I mean, I wonder because even if it was ten for like four years, you know, or like what was the Aaron Jones? Like contract, it was like I mean, really, it's like a two. It basically, like six or seven, six or seven a year for like the for like the first three years, and that was the guarantee that, that that ate up the guarantees. So wasn't it? But like his total contract though, because it was a glorified like two 50, years, it was like, like 50, 50, 40 or something like that. Right? Wasn't like forty eight, like four years, forty eight. Yeah. And see, and I think like I mean, if Aaron Jones is getting shit like that, and then he restructured, you know, like. Why would another motherfucker is like? I mean, that's really all they want, right? Is the possibility? You know, you know what that is too. Is that that's a org that 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 becomes an organizational thing. Green Bay, they home grow everything, then they they try their best to keep their guys, and they pretty much do all the time. Except where, like in 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 recent history, with trading away Adams and trading away Rogers, we never seen them do anything like that. So maybe that could be that. I mean, because they did they did choose him over Jamal Williams, obviously. They let yeah. Jamal Williams go, so he never saw a second contract with him. And it, I mean, second contract for a running back is very difficult. It's never. It's usually like it's usually an extension. And like these guys that are first rounders, that it sucks when you're a first rounder and you're eating because they're gonna, or let alone be an injury prone guy like Saquon or Jacobs. These guys, I think it's only been last year. Uh, 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 for for Saquon and Josh Jacobs, that's like oh, Saquon his rookie, his rookie year. It was his last rookie, year, right? Okay. And oh, last year for Saquon. Okay. 
Yeah, and you know what I mean? But prior to that, I mean, you know. Well, no, guys, it was only the last year for Saquon. He was getting hurt for multiple years after yeah. that. But Jacob yeah. stayed healthy the last two years, but it was a year before that. Okay, that's what you said, yeah. Where he was all fucked up. Yeah, I and mean, he would always be fucked up, you know what I mean? So he would miss yeah. time or whatever, so. I mean, and you know what it is? It's not them. It's like every single running back always gets fucked up. Like there's only one Frank Gore. There's only one Adrian Peterson. There's only one like LT and like, like there's only one, there's only a handful of these guys throughout all the thousands of running backs that have fucking played in the NFL. And then you see guys like running backs become jobbers, right? You're either a pass yeah. Running back, like, and you'll last that's the second contracts that we see two years, eight mil, two years, 10 mil, you know, and that's like yeah. ceiling for some of these guys. Yeah, and that's pretty good money for uh, for uh, I really think Dalvin Cook's ceiling is going to be two years, 12 mil. I think that's his ceiling of what I, I think it's a one year deal wherever he goes. I mean. That, that's if he wants to bet. I mean, if he wants to bet on himself, right? That's the yeah. Oh, I, I guess you're right because that was because no one already expressed interest in trading him because of that contract. And right. then now people are going to wait till it dies down because because what be was he making? Like nine or ten mil, right? It was yeah, like, exactly, exactly right. And so well, like, yeah, that, you know, that's what he was at first, right? Like with the Vikings this year, wasn't it like nine or ten something like that? It was like twelve. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I think you're talking about the dead cap. Yeah. Well, dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. The dead cap is eight, and on on the books he would have been. I think they saved him six, saved him six million or nine million. So yeah. it was one of yeah, it was one of those ones where this was the year. I think he was, was still like, under contract for another year with them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and nobody because someone. I mean, they would have traded him for a seventh rounder, right? Like, I mean, if they just released him, they would have traded him for fucking anything. But, so, but yeah. then that's when. That, but see, that's what sucks too, is because they they tried to pull you know the the, the good old Belichick where you're like, hey, everybody. We're cutting him officially in 24 hours. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. because that's what it is, right? You, you designate the, the cut and then you have till the next, you know, what was it? It was, it was Friday, one o'clock uh, uh, East Coast time or four o'clock PM East Coast time last Friday was, was you know, when he cleared waivers and nobody had claimed him. You know what I mean? Nobody, nobody shot no, uh, even prior to that, no one shot no, no, uh, no trade offer when they had that, that initial 24 hours when he was uh, for, uh, set for, to be released. You know, so, He's gonna circle around and then choose somewhere and get less money. You know what I mean? Like that's I feel like that's what he's gonna do now. He's gonna choose where he goes and it's gonna be for it's gonna be for for whatever money works for that team. Like then there's teams that like really like okay, the teams that have money, like well, I mean, you know, we we always bring up Baltimore having money, but like what if Baltimore did that shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? That you know, hey, Gus Edwards and JK Dobbins, it's yeah. not it's it's not far fetched to be like, yeah, well now they'll just have Dalvin and and JK, you know what I mean? Like especially like you're talking about two guys who have been like hurt throughout their first like contract with the team, right? Yeah. And like you're like, okay, you know, now we could uh like 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 see, I feel like wherever he goes, it's either it there's only a, a small handful of places that we're like it's not gonna fuck it up for the existing running backs there in fantasy, you know what I mean? Yeah, now I got a, I got a question for you, and this is one hundred percent based on like what I'm seeing in the group. So, um, in the in the group, I made a post, and I was like, Dalvin Cook really wants to get paid like a top five running back, huh? I think this guy smokes more weed than me. That was the the post that I made, and like, where do you think right now in the NFL, like, what RB do you think he is for you? In the uh, NFL, not in fantasy. 
Or how about this? Just off the top of your head, let's name the running backs that you think are better than him. That's probably a little easier, right? CMC. And, and mind you, this is how I even felt when he was there in Minnesota, right? So, yeah. like, when Dalvin Cook was on this on Minnesota, this is how I already felt. Yeah. CMC is better than him. One. Uh, Nick Chubb is better than him. Two. And this is, I'm not even talking fantasy. I'm talking about just, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Real, real life NFL. Yeah. Joe Mixon's better than him. Three. Uh, Derrick Henry is better than him. Four. Austin Eckler. Five. Better than him. Najee's better than him. Six. Uh, JT is better than him. Seven. Um, Brian Robinson's better than him. Eight. Yeah. I said it. <laughs> and that, I mean, that's not even without. Uh, we're not done. We're not done. It's got to be Josh Jacobs. Come on, Saquon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ten. Right? Uh, Bijan. Eleven. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know. I mean, and- like, I mean, even Gibbs. I'll take a shot on Gibbs being better than him this year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, as an NFL player and fantasy, right? Like, both. Hey, 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 you want to know who's a better pure runner than Dalvin Cook? Zeke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, Dalvin Cook's what they call a slasher, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, he's one cut, he's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we haven't it, seen him have that in a while. Yeah. And it's funny. And you're not giving him the volume. And, like, I guess, yeah, he had a top 12 finish last year. That's cool. Yeah. And it's all, I mean, and seeing, I'm going to say it, I'm going to keep saying it again. Like being a top 12 isn't super special when all these running backs get hurt. Like being top five is just, you know, those are the elite of the elite. Are, are makers, gonna be I'll take Cam Makers over him. Yeah. See, but then now, okay, let's do this. If he's in Miami, well, okay, who would you take? All those guys I named. still running a committee in Miami, like no matter yeah, what. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, all things considered. So all those guys I, mean, I named. I'm probably still taking all of them over him. I don't think there's any place that he could land where he's going to get the opportunity that he had in Minnesota last year and the years before that. I don't think there's one landing spot where he's going to get as much opportunity. He's not the same guy, though, and, like, in the group. So, yeah, like my oh, point. Uh, uh, Tampa Bay. Even then, their offense sucks, though. Like, I know, but I'm just saying, like, he would get all the work, I think. They, they, maybe, but, like, man, they really like Rashad White, though. Like, they didn't draft anybody. They haven't been making any moves. Like, I mean, this is one of those years. Like, why are they going to pay okay. an aging running I, I, I hear you when you say that, right? But, like, see, when you're like, they only got Rashad White, I'm like, right? They should get Dalvin Cook. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because Rashad White. You don't, like, you don't think this is Tampa's rebuild, though? Yeah. I'm just saying, but they're yeah, in that division, know, but they are they're reigning champs in that division, and that division's not like the greatest. So I mean, yeah. I, I don't think they they I don't think they believe they're not in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we actually I mean let's just keep oh, it real. Okay, I, I New Orleans. What if New Orleans got them? And then you know what I mean? Because that would kind of entail that they're a little worried about I, oh, I guess they got Jamal Williams. Never mind, scratch that. I forgot they brought in Jamal Lemar. Yeah, see, I mean that, that's what I'm saying though, like. Yeah, I mean, I could nitpick probably everything, but you look, he was just getting everything. Like, Madison's getting, what, eight touches, you know, on a regular. Like, I mean, but Dalvin's getting everything. So much goal line work. Like, wherever he goes, he's not going to be paid like that, and he's not going to be used. Like, I mean, okay. I I, I like Miami, though, because if you, you know, you tally up all the rushing touchdowns they had with all those running backs from Jeff Wilson to to Raheem Mostert and even Chase uh, Chase Edmonds before they – they traded him away or whatever they did. Yeah, they traded him. 
before all that, they all had like it was like twelve combined rushing touchdowns. Like that, that's pretty. That's pretty uh, 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 no, notable. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like no matter even if Dalvin Cook could string together like eleven hundred all purpose and double digit touchdowns, then we can't deny him being a fucking top eight nine guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. But yeah, see, but yeah, I mean, I mean, that's if uh, get him to Miami, I'll, I'll feel that way. Yeah, for sure. Man, yeah. K- K- me and Chaotic, she's uh, she sent me an offer for uh, for a blockbuster AJ Brown trade here. What 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 league is this one? In League Six. Nice. Getting a little intense over here. Oh, she's trying to buy AJ Brown. She's trying to buy AJ Brown, and this is a team where I'm rebuilding. Oh, so yeah, I was about to say the only way you're talking if you're trying to rebuild. Yeah, this team is. Uh, I, I mean, it's because AJ Brown. I love AJ Brown, so I'm really. That's just one of those things where I'm not like super. Man, Hash Brown. Yeah. All right. I I sent a counter, uh, chaotic, and um, it's not asking for too much more. I'm doing some later picks on uh, on your end. You know. I, I ain't even gonna lie. I just be telling people, listen, I sent you a counter, and yeah, I, I'm asking for a lot more. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> because I am. Oh, and so okay. So my point with uh, with the group and the post and all that is, man, there is still this huge portion of fantasy football players that say that he's a top five caliber still, and like, it's funny because a lot of the uh, the argument polarizing, is- bro. Well, a lot of the argument is, well, look at his numbers over the last five years. And, like, for fantasy, like, that the fuck, it doesn't matter. For the NFL, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, every year is a new year. And, like, hey, these- hey see how people numbers. are so dumb, bro. It's like, it's like, you know what's the worst is when people say this about receivers. Oh, but look at him, bro. He, if he was on another team, bro, blah, 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 blah. Like, okay. He, like, like Terry McLaurin, that's the argument for hell of years. You probably sound hella good, bro. Look at what yeah. he does. It's like, yeah, if, if they were good, though, he might not do all that. They're yeah. a bad team, so they have to throw a lot. Like, I, I think, like, Dalvin well, Cook. like people wanting to get hooked up with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, there's only so many elite QBs in the league uh, in real life as well as in fantasy. Um, Where are we? Is it 23 moving? I remember oh. we had – we. Uh, I think it was when we bent the block, it was uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, St. Brown, and, and Hash Brown. Oh, so the 24? Oh, 23. 24. 24, my bad. In the 24. You're right. 23, I'm on the clock over there. Oh, 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 yeah, that's right, because you made the trades. Damn it. I I auto-picked over there. Took Tom Brady Brady in the 40th. I kind of don't want that anymore. He said he's not coming back. I just... I can't believe it now. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny, y'all, because it's the way we look. Last week, I was totally with you, and then, and Phil, he came out and was like, "Yeah, avocados are testicles, but I'm not coming back." Yeah, yeah. So let's. Uh, That's funny. Yeah, let's let's lock in uh, Strange. I like getting him in. That. That's cool. I always like. <laughs> Like, I just want him on my team to have him, bro. <laughs> All right, let's see. Okay. So what I, strange? All right, so switched my pick over there. Can't believe I autoed. What the fuck? It's all good, man. Come on. You yeah. know why you're on with me right now? <laughs> I usually <laughs> remind you when I'm just – because I'm just a big old distraction, man. 
Let's see. Oh shit, you're on the clock, and uh, it hasn't hasn't been that long. I think you just uh, Jay. Okay, who got that? So let's see. So we got Patrick Mahomes. I'm just gonna read out all the the first first in the second round. We got Patrick Mahomes off the board first. CMC. I took Joe Burrow at number three. Hurts. Then Allen. Then Bogey took Herbert. T Law. Lamar Jackson. Justin Jefferson. Justin Fields. Jamar Chase. Watson. And then second round. Bijan. CD Lamb. Amon Ra. AJ Brown. Richardson. Prescott. Off the board. Ah! <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> like you know, you know, you know me. I was waiting on my man, wacky ass Dak. <laughs> wacky Dacky. What up, Theo? What's going down, bro? Ah, that makes me really fucking mad right now. And Chaotic said, are you rebuilding in the 5-2 about to offer there as well? Why do you have uh, the players I need? So in, in five, I am not rebuilding. I'm kind of more of uh, – I mean, last year I was in the mix over there. Yeah, four and six, those were the those are my rebuilding uh, – th- those are my, like, full rebuild teams. Number nine, I'm almost putting in the mix. Hey, uh, hey, hey who, uh, you, know, you know who Stormy – Stormy 1984 – Storm, Storm B or something like that. The stormtrooper, who was it? Yeah, whatever. He got really upset. So he, he okay, okay. W- which side am I on? Just right. So, oh, wait, which league are we talking about here? This is like League Twenty, right? Okay. So, so all of a sudden, without you looking, right? But all of a sudden, somebody, somebody's getting offered Alexander Madison, and they want Derek Carr in the third. How smoking is that? I mean, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, of course, of course, I'm not on, I'm on the Derek Carr side. I have Derek Carr. Okay. So I'm like, bro, you're smoking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I counter, I explained to him why he's smoking. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm trying to make a trade with him. I already looked yeah. at his team. I was like, oh, shit, he got some things I want. So now I'm about to talk to him. You know what I mean? And I said, I said hey, here's a counter offer. I'll send you a couple. And then one of them was like insane, like something that no one would ever do. And then the other one was like to make that so, and it was designed to make the other offer look like okay, this is like so this is this is more realistic, right? Right. The first offer was, you know, because I looked at his QBs as like Josh Allen and CJ Stroud. So I'm like, hey, here's Derek Carr and Jared Goff, and then plus some extra shit. And then I was like, trying to get Josh Allen, and he responded, and like it's like three in the morning my time, like hella hours later, you know, saying he just he started my shit starts going off. And he is so fucking mad. I, you know what? I can't even fucking sleep. Oh man, chaotic, chaotic locked it in. Ooh, okay, Leia, what is it? What is it? I, uh, I give up AJ Brown. I get a 2024 first, a 2024 second, a 2024 sixth, a 2025 first, and a 2025 seventh. So she sent me the two firsts and a second, and I added the sixth and the. Yeah, man, man, you know, chaotic just kind of makes me mad. I ain't gonna lie, because now if I'm trying to buy something off of Hudson and none of these, well, you know how much I charge. You saw it. <laughs> <laughs> he been trying. Listen, I'm trying to get a running back off of me. Trying to charge. He's like, you saw how much I moved Damian Pierce for. <laughs> <laughs> This motherfucker's about Damian Pierce off you for a first and a third. 
I seen you yeah. do it twice. I'm like, man, I can't get Stevenson off him, man. <laughs> I know I should have uh, should have asked for more as well. Got to start getting these six and sevens thrown I in. Should have asked for more. Damn, I love it. That's good IDP depth, man. Yeah, I mean, shit. I just, I, you know, it's funny. I always just throw in the IDPs, bro. I just see where it goes with it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know what? Just throw a sweetener deal up because I and feel that, like. Well, and that's yeah. what it is with those. Like, you're not getting a fucking good offensive player with the sixth or the seventh round. Like, I was like, never happening. No, but I'm talking about like when I'm making a trade. I'm just looking. I'm always looking at their linebackers. Like, okay, what? <laughs> poached from them. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Ah, bye bye, AJ Brown. <laughs> Bro, you went thirty of these motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm mad because I only got like two AJ Browns, and I'm mad because I'm supposed to get whack Prescott right there. But give me Garrett Wilson. Just fuck. Let's just do it. Let's do what we came here to do. In the twenty-four, I'm not gonna hold, I'm not gonna hold these, these 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 fine people up. I'm gonna keep this nigga Moses draft on. <laughs> All right. There we go. Chaotic. Chaotic making a big push. AJ Brown is one of those guys who can who can definitely make I like that. That's I like it. That's a woman that goes out and gets what she wants. (laughs) You go, girl. You go out there and get it. Take that shit from us. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy because that's how I know you're rebuilding. There's never ever no way you're moving any of the money like that. No. And then of course it had to cost that way, you know what I mean? Hey, I mean, that's, yeah. And your reaction to, oh, shit, she accepted it because she know that counter. Well, I, well, I, all she I added. off of it. She could have chipped away at it. You know what I mean? All I all I added was the sixth and the seventh. So mm. it was, uh, she already she already put in the two first and the Oh, second. you're straight. Yeah, so maybe that I should have even added more. I was thinking she might have countered or something. But I just want, uh, every time I trade now, if I'm rebuilding, I got to get some of these late picks just added in. Like especially if I'm if I'm selling someone like an AJ Brown, well, I got to be able to replay this. Ranking showed us, bro. This is the year where it was like you know it wasn't it was kind of lackluster on skill position players. So you know these IDPs were, came out of crazy value. Like we'll know this time next year if those guys were hitting right. But yeah. like man, like there's a there's a great cast of dude that fell, bro. Like Drew. Yeah. Ah, did Bogey go into the Matrix? And Kyle said, no, you shouldn't. It was almost a no. See, I knew I had to find a sweet spot, though. And it was because it was the uh, the 6th and the uh, the 7th. I uh, figured uh, you wouldn't really. I figured that that wouldn't make you um, stop the, uh, the trade process. Like, if you're going to give up two firsts and a second already, like giving up a 6th and a 7th, you know, like I figured that wouldn't be something that would have killed the deal. All right. All right. Yeah, and you do have a pretty good <laughs> crispy said you robbed it. Knock it off. For AJ Brown, I might not with those firsts and uh, and seconds, I might never dra- I might not draft a guy who's anywhere close 
to the caliber of AJ Brown. That's really what it comes down to is like, man, there's, there's a good possibility that the picks that I pick with those first three do not equate to what AJ Brown is. And you know that that's true. <coughs> He's elite. He's a top five dynasty wide receiver. <coughs> Extra elite. <coughs> and yeah, that team, uh, I know that team is pretty decent over there, Chaotic. That's for sure. The team that you have right now. All right. And Kay said, in a Dynasty Superflex startup drafted now, I traded my 506 and 1207 for his 410 and 1703. DK, Tay, Jacobs are on the board. Who are you guys taking? Um, T. Law, Stroud, Wilson, and ETN. So I'm assuming Devontae Adams. Um, hmm. Huh, this one's uh, this one's a little tough here because I do like DK for like the long haul. Um, Devontae, I mean, it's a good time to get him because like it's so late. But um, yeah, Jacobs, kind of the same thing. I mean, just the um, I'm nervous about. Uh, I don't know what the fuck yeah. happened there. <laughs> so we got a crazy matrix. We got a question here from Case in the Dynasty Superflex. They traded. 506 and the 1207 for the 410 and the 1703. DK, Tay, and Jacobs on the board. They said, who are you taking? You have T-Law, Stroud, Garrett Wilson, and ETN so far. Uh, I'll probably lead the receiver, but if you want to go running back, it's not a bad spot to snatch up Jacobs right here. He probably might fall a little bit more, and you know what I'm saying? Unless, you know what I'm saying, with the news that he's holding out or whatever the fuck, but. I mean, I, I tend to lean the receiver there. I just don't really like DK right there. I, 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 I mean, like, shit, I'd like, I'd like a job. I'd rather have a Judy right there. Are, are, do you with me on that? DK or Judy? I mean, I, I think people, most people is going to lean DK. Yeah, I mean, I, that's kind of where I'm leaning because, I mean, Devontae Adams, you know, I'm not, I mean, in the, it's the fourth round. So, I mean, that's a good time, you know, to get him, but. Oh, he's, oh we're not even in the fifth round. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's the 410. Um, yeah. Yeah, then yeah, that, yeah. And I even said fifth earlier, but they traded up to get the 410. I mean, when you traded up, what was your target? Cause then if you traded up, you just grabbed yeah, it. I, I, I'd see. And it's almost like they made the trade just to make the trade. It's like, I, I don't yeah, want to trade true. up unless yeah, I, got I trade up. I usually know exactly. I'm trading up. Cause I'm about to grab X, Y, X, Y, Z player. You know what I mean? Like y'all both. Exactly. Give me exactly. Because I mean, you moved up. Well, I mean, I'm assuming there's a 12 team league. Uh, so you moved up like what, eight spots there, but then you dropped down five rounds. You know, I mean, I guess if you don't have IDP, it's those rounds are kind of, you know, pointless anyways, but. Um, I guess that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's going to be DK. Let's see. And uh, Marco said, what are your thoughts on Trayvon Walker worth trading for? Nah, not unless it's not unless it's a super, super low price. I mean, he didn't do anything last year. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I just I, I'm not I'm not trying to trade for him. It's all there's there's just almost no point of uh, of trading for him. And Kay said, I'm leaning Tay, but uh, I'm young enough to start going uh, win now direction. Okay. Tough one for sure, but leaning Devontae. I mean, if you're going win now and that, that you know, that's what you want to do. Like, yeah, that's the person to take. He's probably the highest, va he's going to be the highest valued out of all those players in a redraft, you know? So if you're taking a win now approach, which is, you know, kind of a redraft, you know, approach. Um, yeah, for sure. Go after Devontae. He said, yeah, uh, Tay was the target for me. Yeah. Oh, it's at the 4-9 right now. I'm guessing he goes DK or Tay. Oh, okay. So you're not even on the clock yet. I don't know what happened. Chaotic said uh, Chaotic said that YouTube like shut down for or something. I don't know what the heck happened. But, yeah, let's smoke it up. And uh, let's see. Monday, we got – we filled up. Some of the uh, we filled up some of the best balls. Let's see which ones do we fill up. We filled up the uh, the AFC and uh, and NFC divisions, and we're gonna start um, we're gonna start drafting for those ones. Uh, those ones tonight. All right. And Office said, uh, Dynasty Superflex, QB2, would you rather have Stroud or both Goff and Hooker? I think I'd rather have Goff over Stroud. I mean, that's that's just me. I mean, I don't – I'm a little bit nervous about Stroud. I really am. I, I get nervous about a lot of these uh, – a lot of these, uh, these top QBs that um, might not be in the best situations. Hey, hey, Peacock in the house. What up, what up? <coughs> Peacock said, JJ getting into the ring of honor versus the Steelers on October 1st. I saw that. Yeah, JJ's the man. JJ's the man. And Devo said, looks like we're waiting on one person to join the 37. Okay. 37 is the NFC, right? Who the fuck? Who the fuck didn't join over there? I'll figure that out when I get off. And uh, there we go. Okay, said time to pull out some wax and start the day. Let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, reminder, just going to keep throwing it out there. I need everyone to go show some love on the podcast. Go subscribe to Fantasy Football Hustler Podcast on Apple, on Spotify, everywhere you listen, Amazon, everywhere you listen to podcasts. And um, also the Silver Screen Breakdowns, man, the movie, um, the movie episodes, the movie reviews, recaps have been extra, extra lit. We got our new format going now. Each podcast is like less than an hour, and uh, there's a couple that come out throughout the week about um, about each movie that we do. And Peacock said tickets already three fifty, uh, and my usual spot where I get them for one ten. Yeah, that's going to be a good one to go to. I mean, JJ was one of those guys, man. Like he's just such a fucking uh, such a fucking savage, such a savage. And uh, nice, all right. Now, now, time to smoke a dab. K said he took DK. 
I grabbed Adams. Appreciate the insight for show. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Go out there and start that win now, team. Let's get it. And uh, let me see. And Carl said, congratulations, Bogey. <laughs> three minutes. Three minutes to roll that joint compared to the four minutes for the first joint. Improvement, 44.62 seconds. I'm going to pull that back up when he uh, when he gets back out here. Crispy, I did not take advantage of anybody. <laughs> and uh, Office said, you guys checked out The Big Lebowski yet? Uh, no, we have not watched The Big Lebowski. I mean, I've seen it for sure. We have not done it for the uh, for the show yet. Let me, uh, let me pull it up. I'm going to pull it up on, uh, going to pull it up on Spotify here. And I will, uh, I'll tell you all the the movies real quick that we have done for the silver screen breakdowns and all starting from uh, from last year we started last year in april and we've been going tough ever since the only hiatus that we had where we didn't record for a few months was when we didn't record from until like the halloween episode and that was just because of football so we started off with pulp fiction and jackie brown uh, draft day for the NFL draft. We did that last year. Blood in, blood out. Cheech and Chong's next movie. Surf ninjas. Paid in full. Uh, and then we have our Halloween special and our Christmas specials. And then you got to go check out the Nelson interview if you guys want to hear more about Nelson backstory. You know things like that. Uh, go check out the interview. We did a best sports characters of all time. That one was cool. We did like a black apology where we were breaking shit down, audience and everyone watching. Got to get involved in that one. That was fun. Uh, we did Grandma's Boy. Oh, and that's, that was when we officially brought him on. Yeah, Grandma's Boy was the first one. Yeah, when, when Nelly became, when we became a tripod. Hell yeah. And uh, True Romance. La Bamba, Point Break, The Warriors. We did the league season one. That one was fucking awesome. And then this is where I make my re epic return. For Back to the Future. Yeah. Back to the Future. Classic. <laughs> uh, we did Scream 6, which uh, is a new classic for me. And then we did Butterfly Effect. And the one that we did this past week is Shutter Island. And the Act 1 uh, pod dropped this morning. Yeah. I like the I, I like the format of what we're doing. It makes it easier to edit. And um, I only have one question for you. Who is your latest? <laughs> uh, never heard of him. <laughs> and uh, Office said favorite stoner flick. So we're doing half baked this week. We are going to get back into the stoner movies. I think we got to have. Uh, like I like what we did there. You know, we we got in. We did horror and suspense. You know, for a few, and uh, and then uh, we're going to get back into. Uh, we're going to do. Um, half baked yeah. this week. Let, let, let's have it out though. Favorite stoner movie. Yeah. Well, hold on. And what do we what do we say that we're gonna do next week? Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead Fred. And then what did we say after that? We already had. We already had. Uh... Damn. What movie? No Ponties. 
<laughs> I didn't make a note of it, but we said another movie that we should do after that. We'll uh, we'll figure that out. But favorite favorite stoner movies? I mean, Half Baked and Pineapple Express are going to be the top two for me. Same. Um, my bad. I was just nodding my head. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> oh yeah, favorite, favorite stoner, stoner movies. movies. Um. Damn, bro. There's so many, bro. It'd probably be, to be honest, it'd probably be uh, uh, Cheech and Chong's next movie. Yeah. And, and then Half-Baked. And then I'll, I'll throw, uh, I mean, because like, whenever I think of, like, my favorite, I don't know why I'm just wired to be, like, it's got to be something from back in the days, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, recent joints, like, like automatic classics, I, and now we're, what, 13, 14, 15 years away, maybe? Now uh-huh. Pineapple Express, so I'm with you there because that's just like that's an adventure movie, bro. Yeah, and it's that not. I mean, and it's it's just one of those ones that was so true to like the culture. Like I think that's what it is, right? If these movies are really, really true to the culture, yeah. Because I knew, like, okay, what you know, there's 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 the dope boys, and then there was your weed man, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he was a weed man, man. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't a D boy. Even in the movie, even in the movie, remember? Um, oh, I thought, can I get some Percocets? Like what? Whoa, whoa! <laughs> she, was, she was disgusted. Whoa, whoa, we don't do that shit here, man. You're in the wrong, wrong place, place man. my friend. <laughs> lingerers, man. <laughs> I know. I can't. <laughs> but it's also it's also funny because I get it from both perspectives. I mean, James Franco's perspective, where they are friends. You know, like, I mean, he comes over to his house to hang out, you know, like, he probably doesn't have that many friends outside. Of but what's people. crazy to me, though, right, is this is the difference between, like, the D-Boys and I, because, like, he lets, he's, he's, he has the type of clientele where he's like, yeah, you can come over, man. Yeah, come through and hang out. Come through and hang out. out. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, you yeah, know. you're, yeah, you're in a, you know, for the ones who are in the trap house, the real D-Boys, like, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, you may be coming through for half a second and getting kicked out, even if you are, you know, getting... Man, he might not even serve you because you come through with the Percocet asking, dude, like, who the fuck is that? Then there's somebody in the back. Yeah, I got that Percocet. (laughs) There's somebody in the back. Yeah, I got you, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, isn't that funny, though? Isn't that funny how they just casually threw that out there and then that's, like, the real epidemic? Yeah, Like, that became a popular, like... I was just seeing, I was just watching a little baby interview and he was like, you know, he he, he um because now his son is getting old enough to like be rapping his lyrics and shit. He's like, man, he's like, I, you know, I can't be saying Percocet in a song. You know yeah. what I mean? So of course you're gonna find different flyer ways to say it and shit, you know what I mean? Right. But the, like, you know, you gotta be more conscious about the shit, right? And it's kind of funny how they foreshadowed that in that movie, like that you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. That was the other, like, outside of all the weed heads, this is what some motherfuckers is really on, bruh. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. On them pills. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, it's so funny. I mean, just the whole, the whole spiel. Like, I like, uh, see, even in Pulp Fiction, I know it's like, it's a, it's a pitch about heroin, you know, but it's still the sales pitch that uh, that I just like in general, you know, in these movies. And, like, Pineapple Express has the best weed sales pitch like ever it's like the shit that cat williams is talking about like these motherfuckers are so excited to tell you how much better this shit is than the last shit 
And uh, man, it's the whole like five minute story about if the like he's telling all the genetics and the nor if this Northern Lights met this OG Kush and you know they fucked and they had a baby and then over here you got this other uh, headband and whatever and he was like and it's only 10 more bones for a quarter (laughs) 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 the whole spiel was just about to get Uh, 10 bucks like i mean i know the weed was was that much better but that's the funny part to me was the whole spiel was all about 10 bucks for the quarter you expected it to be like 300 more Because he was at the hundred dollars a quarter, you know, which is also true to the California culture, you know. Yeah. Especially if you got the good in LA, especially SoCal, <laughs> like for real, like a hundred a quarter is like, hey, if you wanted um, uh, if you wanted a zipper, bro, that's like that's four dollars right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, usually between three and four, and it's a yeah, like maybe three fifty, right? Like if you just, but like it's man, it's the like, 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 like all, man, it's not, it's not the abundance, the supply. <laughs> Is like cannot keep up with the demand. That's what <laughs> price is what it is. It's like the exact opposite yeah. for uh, the Bay Area. There's so much supply. It's like mm-hmm. the demand put the demand from yeah. other areas like of the, the stuff the, we were smoking. State <laughs> requires like the flour we're food. smoking. What I you know what I mean? I'm I'll, I'll pay like three fifty for a zip because I'm getting some super de duper. Like you know, oh, yeah. what I'm pulling on and the pack. You know, we're not dipping into none of the packs. You know what I mean? Then again, too. I've been through hella hard times where it'd be like every time the packs come through, I'm, I'm, you know, and they always going to be an eighth over or because, you yeah. know, they always put a couple over to compensate. That's what they say the true LB is. I always argue it, but either way, I take yeah. that shit out, bro. I did any hard times. Like anything over my game. And Carl said, Congratulations, Bogey. You took three minutes, 24 seconds. To roll that last joint compared to the 409.32. Yeah, but see, uh, you weren't here. You weren't here when my when my top my top time is 207 right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he just said for an improvement of 44.62 seconds. That's all. Yeah. He, that's all he's saying. Just that you improved. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? It just is light work. You know what I mean? <laughs> and let's see who else put some stoner movies in here peacock said i think my top four grandma's boy yeah i mean if we've done a podcast on it it's definitely my top five yeah i I gotta throw grandma's boy in the top five that's 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 a new classic you know what i mean and that i mean that's even before uh pineapple express right yeah 2007 that's when i saw it 2007 when did that come out yeah 2005 or six wow because i'm i remember it was one of them ones when like you know uh uh, 2006 when the homie came through with the when when the when the and Netflix was on the PS3 now, yeah, and then like he was like, bro, you never seen Grandma's Boy? And he's he like, I got my I got my PS3 in the car, and he, came, he brought it out of the car and he plugged it in. And I was like, oh shit, yeah, Grandma's Boy was the shit, man. So he said, Grandma's Boy, half baked, <coughs> Harold and Kumar, and How High, yeah, and I mean Harold and Kumar and How High, definitely up in the mix as well. You how know what's high. funny? I forgot about how high, man. Gotta throw it in there, man. Yeah. You, you know, it's so- hard. It's hard to say my fa- ultimate favorite, but that's that's why I always go back to Chichi Chong's next movie because that shit has me dying till this day. Yeah, because uh, I mean, movies like that, they just like I said, if it's a weed movie that's like really hitting the culture, you know, man, <laughs> on the head, like you know, we could tell there's people who are amongst the weed culture writing this somehow like they're, they're just going to be at the top of the list because there's so many 
like shit i talked about i can't even remember what movie we talked about recently but i was like man i was really glad to see a glass bong oh it was butterfly effect where fucking uh frankie the enforcer he had the big old fucking 18 inch fucking glass bong look like a fucking jerome baker and i was like see it's real refreshing to see like a glass bong in there because we see so many tv shows or movies where they're just using a bullshit you know, fucking plastic bong and like, come on, man. Like, no. <laughs> no, I hate seeing that shit. And uh, One Nation, we'll come back. We'll come back to that one in a sec. And uh, Zoo Crew said, Mac and Devin go to high school. It's free. I have not even seen that one uh, yet. I have not even seen that one yet. And uh, yeah, K set up and smoke, man. Love up and smoke. It's uh, it's my second favorite Cheech and Chong movie because I, I, I have a, I, I'm a little bit more partial like Bogey is to next movie, um, just because of how crazy. Uh, I mean, all of them are crazy, but like for me, like that one was just the best one. Up and smoke, definitely number two on the Cheech and Chongs, but definitely amongst all the greats of the greats, that is for sure. That is for sure. And Peacock said, I saw Harold and Kumar twice in the theaters. Second time I was so blitzed, I tried to pay for a ticket with the $1 bill thinking I gave the dude a 10. That is so fucking funny. And um, yeah, Harold and Kumar was, uh, I worked at a video store when I found out about Harold and Kumar and it was just one of the new release movies. I didn't even fucking, like I heard nothing about it. Like at the time, I didn't really watch TV. Like at the time, that was a time when I was I was either working or smoking weed with someone or on the road doing something, you know, weed involved probably. And uh, but yeah, like someone someone came into the video store that I worked at and they were like, hey, have you seen Harold and Kumar yet? And I was like, no, what the fuck is that? And they're like, oh, it's the brand new movie that came out. Told they were like, you smoke weed? And I was like, yeah. They're like, you look like you smoke weed. <laughs> I, just, I just fucking laughed. This whole, he, he sold you on the movie in the store? <laughs> yeah, like I'm the one working there. Bro. And this is, it's, if you smoke weed, <laughs> fucking love it. And I was like, all right. And we got free rentals, like from uh, when I was working there. So yeah, hell yeah, which, is, which means you just take whatever. Yeah, so I would, uh, yeah, watch that shit that night. Instant classic, because that's another one, right? When that one came out in like two thousand and five. See, I'm fucking with the first one. I don't, I never seen any of the other ones. I love the second one. Third one, I I watch it around Christmas. <laughs> it, 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 it's worth the watch around Christmas. I mean. And, and I will say, Harold and Kumar is not really like my fa- my most favorite because I never revisited it much neither because I just never really fucked with it. You know I mean, like it was cool. And, and do remind me of some of the homies that I know though in real life. You know what I mean? Like, not, and I'm not just talking about ethnicity wise. I'm talking about like just back in the days when we would just get high and go on a mission, bro. Let's go to Sonics. Like yeah. Sonics was not close to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like <laughs> an hour and like ten minutes away. Yeah, so like, bro, let's go to Sonics, right? We get hella high. Then you go, by the time you get there, you order all kind of shit, bro. Yeah. Hella shit. And you just gorge. And you're like, <laughs> you have all those leftovers, and you're like, fuck it, all right, let's go home. You know what I mean? When they <laughs> first opened a Sonic in San Diego, because I Sonic was one of those ones where it had- You saw the commercials forever. Yeah, for years before you could actually eat there. Saw the and, commercials uh, forever. I was like, what the <laughs> what now, bro? So where is it? The Sonics that opened in San... I mean, now it's everywhere. <coughs> I hate it. They always fuck up. 
every time I go there. So I don't even fuck with it anymore. But uh, I remember, I mean, it's like a 30-minute drive from where we were. And we had to wait in probably like an hour line because motherfuckers were waiting forever to like get that. Yeah, because we went like the first week that it opened. So it was still amongst like everybody in San Diego, you know, going to this one spot to finally try Sonic. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we just got so stoned and fucking kept ordering food in the fucking uh, um, in the fucking uh, not not the drive through, but, you know, the little chill area where you drive up, you push the button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Bring the food out. And uh, if you ever want to fuck with someone like real, real good, um, you get two. Uh, two of the slushy things with like four flavors and uh, like two each. And then you, you just tell you want the most amazing, like, you know, flavor rush, like ever, like just to hit both of the straws at the same time. But man, you get the most wicked brain freeze. Like if you really just like want to fuck with someone, the most wicked yeah, brain, brain freeze. freeze. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm mad as fuck. I mean, watch Tell me it was going to be amazing. Like this is one of those ones that has your fucking has you has your eyeballs crying and shit until that shit goes away. That's one of those ones where you start closing your eyes. You're like, ah. <laughs> one nation said the Netflix series Disjointed is pretty decent. A lot of people hate on that. I really like it, and it's from the. But uh, I guess it's because it's from it's from the person who was like one of the. Hold on, let me let me let me. I'll be right back. I just saw okay. the text. Disjointed was the was the it was a show based on the person who is the inspiration for Nancy in Weeds and like she was a part of that show. I can't remember who else was like working on like the writing staff and stuff. But yeah, Kathy Bates and classic characters. I liked it. I mean, it sucked that they only got the uh, the one season or whatever. That's what sucked. And office said only only been to Sonic twice. <coughs> Wish I had a, they had a drive through. So <coughs> I went to uh, the um, gone to Sonic a few times since I've been here in Vegas. Man, like <coughs> probably don't want to wish that you that they had a drive through because man, this shit was so shit is slow. Like, I remember one time, no fucking joke, like, literally <laughs> waited for, like, 45 minutes for, like, a shake. <laughs> like, the food was, like, food came out, and, like, we're waiting for this shake. And they ended up giving all of our food for free because, uh, because I mean, just, Worth yeah. the wait. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I stayed versus leaving. And, like, I'll tell you one time, it was hilarious, I remember this shit. I was pissed in the Sonic drive-thru. This is years and years ago. Where, like, I'm waiting forever for the food, and I'm at the window. And, like, I'm not saying anything or nothing. Like, I'm just hella pissed, though. Like, man, these motherfuckers are taking <laughs> more fucking ever. What is going on? And uh, the dude comes to the window, and he was like, man, really sorry for how long this is taking. Here's a free meal for the next time you come. Like, all right, nice. Fine. <laughs> I mean, you can see that motherfucker in there though. He's right, you know what I mean? Because they're in there cooking and they're doing everything, right? Yeah. In that little fishbowl and shit. 
Yeah, shit's so funny. So, but I, I still remember that, and I was like, man, that was the time that I wanted to be mad. <laughs> and uh, but see that that's like the right way. Like, fuck, if I had some free fucking meal coupons, like, man, like I'm not being shysty with those because I don't want anybody to get mad at me over some bullshit. Yeah, real talking. Listen, Brett, when I ask for the extra ranch or something like that, Brett, just give it to me. God damn it, get so upset. It's twenty five cents. Fine. Charge me, motherfucker. That's their, that's their joke, right? Sauce Nazis. <laughs> I the extra sauces, man. Every time some shit happens like that, I want to. I will like want to like pull out a bunch of change and just like <laughs> pay with a bunch of change to like uh, get back at him somehow. <laughs> right? I'm like, bro, you know this ain't your sauce. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, what's super weird is that every. Uh, Every place is a little bit different, right? It could be the exact same restaurant, but they're all franchise owned. So maybe they're a little bit fucking differently trained and shit. Cause I swear there's a Jack in the box. That's like a little bit closer to the 15 freeway. And then there's a Jack in the box. That's like a little bit North of where we are. And the one that's North of us, they don't care. Like they'll give me five, you know, ranch, you know, no matter what, like whatever. I go to the other one. Like, oh, maximum is two. I'm sorry, or maximum is one, or whatever, with because of whatever you got. It's like, bitch, <laughs> how do you know that I don't eat ranch with my fries? I don't, but like, <laughs> like, how do you know anything about anything? And, uh, I tell the motherfuckers like this. Listen, it's not your sauce, okay? <laughs> and if you can't charge me, then charge me. They'll get mad. Like I'm not finna get. I maybe. Nine times out of ten people, they just drive away mad or something. Yeah. I'll stay right there. Listen, bro. Okay. Sport. Oh, so you mean to tell me it's $10 a sauce? Give me four of them, then, motherfucker. Like, like the ketchup and shit. Oh, no. You only get, like, this many ketchups. I remember I worked at McDonald's when I was, like, 16. 15, uh, 16, yeah. And, uh, man, anytime anybody asked for ketchup, because we'd only give, like, a couple, you know. But if someone <laughs> asked for it, I would just give them, like, a handful. Like, I didn't give a fuck. Because they asked for it. Because you know yeah. why? Every time I have ketchup over back, I didn't even ask for that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how many sauces do you get with a 20-piece nugget? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I mean, know. right? Like, if I would imagine, uh, give me four, right? But then even then, so it's so, also one sauce for every five nuggets. You know what? I need eight well, sauces. See, you know what's bullshit? I swear. I don't know if this is true. It could just be like me being stoned and like mixing up the story. But I swear one time, I was like, how many sauces come with the 10-piece? And they were like, two. And I was like, okay, how many come with the 20 piece? And they're like, three. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I get, le- I get like. At one point, you know, okay, look at this. Four? <laughs> okay, I, okay, I get it now. I, I just, I understand it now. You ready for this? Let's hear it. So at one point, they're like, yeah, you get four sauces that come with a 20 piece. And then Ronald McDonald's like, hold on, hold on. How much we charge for a sauce? 25 cents, sir. Okay, <laughs> gonna, we're gonna make them buy that fourth sauce now. <laughs> and I think about the the big old big old conglomerate that McDonald's is. Right? They make millions and millions just doing that move. Hey, shout out to Steve. He said he just listened to the Shutter Island review. There we go. What'd you think, bro? What'd you think? There's gonna be uh, other episodes are gonna be dropping throughout the week. Yeah, that's act. That was Act One. Crispy is pissed about the trade that I made with Chaotic. He said, I'm taking advantage of her. <laughs> Crispy, I'm not taking advantage of her. That I'm is taking- <laughs> cost. 
How is it when she sends it to you? Now, that's the thing, though, you know? Yeah, she sent me the two first-rounders and a second-rounder. I added on the sixth and the seventh. Like, I mean, those are the gimmies anyways. Like, that's just the throw-ins to, like, make that happen. She put the bulk of that trade already in there. That's funny. Because, <laughs> come on, those sixth and seventh-rounders, like, if she wins a championship this year, because she said she's going for it. Her team is pretty dope. Like over there. And if she wins a championship this year, you think she cares about the sixth round for next year and the seventh round for two years from now? Hell no. Buying a chip feels just as good as winning one. Yeah, and how are you going to buy a chip? you got to buy a chip, bro. And <laughs> Crispy said, hop. Sometimes you got to do it. And Crispy said, hop, just fucking with you. <laughs> I know, Crispy, we know you're a ball breaker. And uh, let's see what one nation say. I forget their names, but the ones who played the two idiots on disjointed to get their own spinoff and see. And I think like, cause I like their characters too, but they were almost so stupid that I think that that could have been why some people didn't like it as well. Like, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. Who the hell knows? Right. I'm curious. Like what was the reason? Uh, I'm curious. What was the reason about the, uh, you know, about why they didn't make it more than one season. And see, Chaotic said, I feel good about the trade. Hell yeah, because AJ Brown is a top five dynasty wide receiver. And I even said it, Bogey, is this true or false? That I might never, like with those three those three top picks, I might not draft a wide receiver who comes anywhere close to AJ Brown's no, like value. I mean, those picks, those picks are likely to be packaged up and then bring you back established players already. Like, you know, that's like that's the smart thing about acquiring those first round picks because there's always gonna be someone else that's in rebuild mode or someone else that, like, is just, you know, in, enamored by a, these rookies, that they'll pay up for these first-round picks. So that's why you do shit like that. You know what I mean? And One Nation, here we go. <coughs> go back to the question that you have. 12-team Superflex PPR IDP. I like it. If it's an IDP, start letting us know. Nice. He, he said, would you give up Rondell Moore and a 2024 second for Ayuk? Probably. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Like the difference between Ayuk, fuck yeah. Unless it's a trick question and you have Ayuk and someone's trying to get him off you for that, no, don't do that. But if you're if yeah, if you're acquiring Ayuk for sure. Yeah, if you're acquiring Ayuk, yeah, we're we're doing that. Smash. Yeah, it's, but, I mean, especially if someone thinks that Rondell Moore is going to be like insane this year because uh, Hopkins got moved, you know, like yeah, definitely. Um, then you're yeah. an insane person. I mean, there's people. I mean, there's a lot of insane people out there. There, there is for sure. So I loved Rondell Moore when he came out. Like, I'm so disappointed that he hasn't done better than uh, than what he's done. Because I know I got him on a handful. I learned. I learned to not bank on the little little guys anymore, and when they're receivers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because and they're they're in, in, in this day and age they're too gadgety. You know what I mean? Bro, speaking of that, someone was trying to like shout how A Chain is like going to be the man in the group, and I was like, a little, was, like he's, he's a little guy. I was like, I'm not banking on it. And his response was, Barry Sanders was five eight. <laughs> I was like, Come on, what man! Did you oh just compare A Chain to Barry Sanders? <laughs> what is? <laughs> So I'm just like, there's crazy fucking people in the world. How does that person know how to type? (laughs) I'm surprised that person can read, man. What kind of compare? Like, wow. There's people who try to make an argument out of anything. I seen it. 
Listen, bro. <laughs> Barry Sanders was fine. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he responded after I said, "Did you really just compare A Chain to Barry Sanders?" <laughs> I don't think he responded after that. <laughs> it might have even deleted the whole uh, the whole thread of our communication because he just sounded stupid I mean, as hell. He just he right when he right when he right when he put right when he when he posted that shit, he was erased from existence. <laughs> erased from existence. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to uh, uh, as we go up in the in the best balls. So we're we're about we're filling up through number 40, 30, What are we doing? 30, 38 through forty right now. The fifty five uh, best ball division. Hold Back to the future two. That one's gonna be fucking awesome. And then. When we get up to 69. 69, dudes. Bill and Ted. Let's go. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Yeah. What time is it, 10? Uh, yep, 10 o'clock. Okay, yeah, I got to get up out of here. Cool, yeah, we'll shut this down right now. And uh, Carl said, like, when I order through Taco Bell through DoorDash, they give me two mild sauces for six burritos. What the fuck? And before they hey, see. Before at the Taco Bell that I grew up around, man, they would ask you the sauce that you want in the when when you order in the window, and, yeah. and then when you get your food, they give you your sauce in its own bag, and they give you hella. Yeah, they always give you like over the top hella much. You know what I mean? <laughs> Officer, I'm trying to turn my AJ shares into CD. Not getting that shit done. <laughs> I mean, I'm they're kind of. I mean, they're pretty close in value already. So I mean, yeah, you, you almost gotta remove. You almost gotta just try to get AJ along with your CD. And the way you would do that is you see what that AJ team needs. You know what I mean? Like if they need a running back and you're willing, you know what I mean? Like I don't think because then if that's the case, I would want more. I would want AJ plus for CD. You know what I mean? Right. Like that. That's how I would be feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why it's not happening. You're gonna end up having. There may be some people who want CD plus for AJ. I mean, it just depends. Exactly. On... I was gonna say. Then it becomes a, a subjective thing. Like, what if you know what I mean? Or is it like too lateral of a trade, and it becomes like just because you like that person better? You know what I mean? Yeah. You like it is, it's better. Dynasty, and sometimes <laughs> you gotta make like guys that you like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he said people want. Uh, yeah, people want too much. Plus, I'm offering AJ plus. Okay, he said he already <laughs> offering AJ plus for CD. Yeah. Crispy said, "How about AJ and Jefferson?" I mean, I mean, Jefferson's just in the top tier, like kind of by himself, or like him and Chase, like in that tier by themselves. And then uh, I, think, know, I think Garrett Wilson's kind of in that in that little middle tier, like S there, where he could like join them. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I feel like he could join them. Like, that's his upside this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you want, um, I would say uh, start putting together some rankings. I'm going to do that as well, just so we can have uh, share with the Patreon members and stuff, at least our tiers. We start throwing some together for sure. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I've, I've already kind of started, but yeah, I got to, uh, we're, we're going to deep dive into that real soon. All right, we'll see you guys back here for FNT, and then uh, we got two slow drafts that we're uh, that we're going to be starting today. So we'll see you guys for that as well. Peace out. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm gonna take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember. 
forever than like they play the Titans. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.